The world needs, America needs, central churches that become places that other churches in the area can feed off of and that is willing to share ministry with them to help and nurture their growth. I'm going to tell you about one of those churches today. Stay tuned. So, so today, welcome to All Things Apostolic for Wednesday, October the 4th. And we are glad that you are with us. Uh, man, the year is almost gone. Uh, this is amazing that the year is almost gone. It's gone by so rapidly. However, this has been an incredible 10 months of this year. Well, nine months, I guess we're at the beginning of October, but um, an incredible nine months of progress, an incredible nine months of, of people receiving the Holy Ghost, of revival, uh, both locally and around the world, of, of all these good things happening. This is, this is an incredible year. And uh, the next 90 days are going to be momentous. We have a youth conference called Momentum the first week of November, and you're welcome to come here in Sacramento at the Rock Church. But, um, but, but what is going to happen is going to be momentous. It is momentous. There are things occurring um, right here in Wilson University that are uh, outstanding and incredible. And uh, one of them is, is that next week we have a site visit from the Western Association of Schools and Colleges I think they changed the name now, Western Schools and Colleges, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it's the accrediting agency. Um, uh, there were regional, six regional accrediting agencies across America, and all of them collaborate together, and the standards are all pretty much the same for all of them to qualify for accreditation. Uh, now, that's since changed. The six regionals are not regional anymore. They're just six accrediting agencies, and you can apply to any of them anywhere. Uh, uh, to to become accredited. Anyway, uh, we're with the Western Association, uh, Accrediting Association, and uh, we have a site visit next week. It will be our second one. Uh, usually to get accredited, it takes two or three or even four. Uh, to get it at two, we would say would be wonderful. There's a possibility we will get accredited. Uh, but if not, there's a good, real good possibility. We will qualify for candidacy, which is a step before accreditation, but gives your school uh, many of the benefits of accreditation immediately. And uh, 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 so is a is like a giant, giant step. So anyway, we're preparing for all that. People are working. We're, uh, there's 40 criteria you have to meet. Of course, in each criteria, there's I don't know, 50 things, I don't know how many, but um, altogether there's hundreds of things that have to be met in all kinds of areas uh, from administration to finances, to academics, to faculty, to uh, on and on. And uh, so we, we're working on those. In our first site visit, out of those 40, we passed 24 of those successfully. So when they come back this coming week, they will not be coming to um, they will not be coming to talk about those 24. They said those 24 we're not focusing on anymore. We're focusing on this 16 remaining. 
And uh, so, of course, we've been focusing on the 16 remaining, and we feel like that we are, uh, we're pretty much ready. We're just wrapping things up in the next seven or eight days. So anyway, we're glad you're with us. I just got back from uh, the state of Michigan. I was there over the weekend. I actually was there on Friday night for the, the dedication of First Pentecostal Church of Edwardsburg, Michigan. Now, Edwardsburg is not a, 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 an exceptionally large city in Michigan, but it's in the South Bend area, and within 15 minutes, probably of Edward, there's probably 300,000 people. It's a it's a it's a big area, uh, population-wise. And um, the the First Pentecostal Church of of uh, Edwardsburg, I preached there um, uh, years ago, and uh, it was vibrant. It was dynamic. It was it was going. wasn't large, but it was it was growing. And um, and so then. Uh, they endeavored to build a new building across the street from the old building and they got the footings in and they got the superstructure up, the frame of it, the beams, the roof, got it closed in. And then they couldn't get a loan. Whatever they did, they could not get a loan to finish the church. And it sat there 19 years. And nothing went wrong with it in 19 years. I mean, it was just the superstructure. You you couldn't, um, the weather or whatever wasn't going to hurt it, but it just sat there unused 19 years. And there were people I know that uh, there is there is no question that people said, well, look at this. These people did not count the cost before they started. Or these people look look at the lack of wisdom of, of trying to do this and, and so forth. But they had put that superstructure up in faith. And when you deposit faith, faith doesn't, on the outside, the rain may hit it and it may look to you like it's faded and like it's never going to finish its actualization. But faith, like these people had faith. If you, if you don't back down in the face of adversity, if you don't let doubt make you give up, if you just hang on, um, faith will produce. Now you'll need more faith, but that first deposit, it's like you put that deposit in and it's like scotching a, a tire behind a, a truck so it won't roll backwards and, and you scotch it. So, um, so that first faith there, it's there, it's scotched. It took 19 years to finish it. They have finished that church. It is, I don't, think it would be wrong to say spectacular. It is beautiful. They have moved into it. They actually moved into it on Mother's Day, uh, I think, or earlier this year sometime. And uh, uh, the dedication was Friday night. The, the sanctuary will probably, they've got it fixed so nice where, um, I don't know, probably seat six or 700, uh, it's, it's just incredibly put together. Everything was just first class. Everything is finished. It, they didn't move in with stuff unfinished. Everything in, in that building is completed. It's got all of the water systems and heat systems and so forth already hooked up to do a, a wing on each side of the building 
one for education and one for, for uh, I don't know, whatever. And um, uh, when, you, when you drive up, it's like, whoa, what is this place? This is beautiful. So anyway, they had finished the building. All of the backs finished. We had dinner after the service on Friday night in the back. And it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, cafeteria, dining room, beautiful dining room. And uh, had a great meal. Everything is painted and carpeted, and it's just really cool. Pastor's office. So uh, these are, uh, this is an exciting thing in in. In an apostolic Pentecostal, uh, for lack of a better word, matrix of how growth occurred in the New Testament is that a church would be planted that would become a primary church for many churches. And that church, it didn't mean that church controlled everybody, but it meant that that church was a supply center, a, a, a source of strength for all of the house churches and other churches uh, around it. So this church, pastored by Pastor Robert Jeans, is becoming a regional blessing, a regional center from which revival can flow to other churches there. And the and the Jeans family has uh, the, the perfect Holy Ghost temperament to do this. They love people. They want to help people. They encourage people. Uh, it's not big I and little you. Uh, they're just excited about what God is doing and they want to be a blessing. The church continues to grow. Two people were baptized uh, Sunday morning. I preached there Sunday morning, uh, participated in the dedicatory service Friday night and then preached Sunday morning and was there Sunday night. And uh, two people was baptized in Jesus' name. The, the, it's it's moving forward. It's growing. It's going to become even a greater force in the area. And so when you think about uh, all of the adversity and all of the psychological and spiritual pressures in, in having it up, but just sitting there all those years, when you think about that, uh, how many people could do that? How many people could endure that? and still have the resilience. What kind of congregation could do that and still have the resilience to continue until finally uh, there is completion? And not only completion, it's not, like, it's not like completion for survival. It is thriving and growing. It's really exciting to see what's happening. And then uh, Sunday night, uh, Brother Brad Jeans, which is a brother to the pastor, Robert Jeans, um, and he pastors about an hour and 15 minutes from there. Uh, and uh, he preached a, a, a tremendous message on unity on Sunday night. So the church is unified. Uh, people are ready to move forward. The, the Jeans family is a tremendous family. Before Robert Jeans pastored there, his father, Robert Jeans Sr., pastored there. Uh, a tremendous man that built the church from nothing. His pastor sent him there and he went in obedience years ago and he began to work to build that church. He built other buildings and now those are sold. It became the part, a big chunk of the seed money to, to build the new church. And uh, uh, it, the tremendous people. So we're in now 
uh, Ryan Jeans is is the uh, son of Robert Jeans, who is the pastor, and uh, he also is called to preach. And so you've got this generational anointing and leadership that is going on here, which is tremendous and also indicates that there is a spiritual and doctrinal continuity among these people. And what they preached uh, 30 years ago, they preached today because the gospel's unchanging. So what a tremendous thing this is and what a tremendous thing is taking place. There is growth. There's Holy Ghost growth in that area. While I was there, I saw Pastor Paul Deeds. He has stripped out his whole auditorium, which is a large auditorium, and um, and uh, is redoing the entire thing. They put. He showed me a couple pictures. They put a new uh, drive-through front at the at the front door at the entrance, the primary entrance, main entrance, and um, uh, uh, it's exciting to see what is happening there. And we need churches to break through. We need churches that break through to, to real leadership and that break through to world-class leadership. And as a president of Wilson University, I can tell you that you cannot have a full, robust world-class leadership if you do not have the theological side as well as the dynamic and spiritual side, which is what Wilson University is about. And so there are new sessions starting uh, if if you're if you're a preacher, it's like I told somebody yesterday. In four years, you're going to be four years older. Duh, and being four years older, you're going to be four years older with a degree and with an enormous amount of of doctrinal knowledge that you give to a church that feeds that church. Or you're going to be four years older and you're not going to know any more then than you did now, except the little bit you could pick up when you were able to stop in the process of life and pick it up in, in your own study. So, um, so I encourage you, if you're, if you're, if you're watching today, you're not too old and, uh, and you can do it. And if you think, man, I don't know if I could go back to school and do those classes or not, you can, we will help you. I will personally help you if necessary, because our goal here is a preservation and advancement of the apostolic movement. And this is what is key to the world, why would I? Why would we dedicate ourselves to the to the perpetuation of the of the apostolic movement? Because the apostolic movement has the key message of salvation, deliverance, and wholeness of humanity. Wholeness in the mind. Wholeness, sound emotions. Wholeness in cognition. Uh, uh, wholeness in all the areas that in a secular term, in psychological areas. All of those things that we are sound in those areas. Uh, Leaders have to be strong in all of these areas and in knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And these things are things that through application of our lives and ourselves to to study and prayer and and osmosis, the dynamics of it, um, they are things that can be transferred so Wilson University is a transfer unit that, that transfers revelation that has been given. And then to students, it is transferred. And the proof is what is happening um, in graduates across America and around the world. So God bless you. See you tomorrow.